take over. Giving you access to the biggest hit makers. Hey, this is Dean Lewis. It's been seven minutes. Taking over with Joey Groth. Dean Lewis in the studio right now. Hello, buddy. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. You are most welcome. Thank you for coming in. You are literally, uh, I reckon if I was to talk about anyone in the past year or so, that you would be following the same footsteps as. I'd say I see you going in the same direction. It's like, you know, Amy Shark, that kind of oh, thing. Wow. You know what I mean? Man. Because you're just climbing and climbing and climbing and climbing. Um, Waves was a massive hit. I just checked it out on uh, YouTube before. Six million views on the yeah. video. That is just insane. It's crazy. I mean, to be honest, it was one of those songs that I put out and I don't think anyone of us expected it to do as well as it's done. It was supposed to be... This is the introduction song. Then we'll get to the other songs a couple of months later. And, you know, nine months, ten months later, it's still going. It's just, it's been incredible. Yeah. You know what I'm going to do here? I'll just, six million one. All right, there you go. You saw it now. That's, <laughs> I've helped out. I've added to the views. Yeah, that's streaming money, man. That's like 0.0. <laughs> yeah, three zero, cents. zero cents yeah, yeah. coming in. Uh, now, I want to talk about how you kind of got started because you were in the UK for a couple of years. Yeah. And... Savage, Savage Garden's old manager. So yeah, your, one of your mates on a was on a boat. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised you heard of that actually. Um, well, I, I was yeah. Me and my manager went to the UK after, so that was a little bit after. But what was what was um, my friend was on this boat, like a boat party kind of thing, and yeah. this girl called Leonie Connolly was on this um on the boat as well. And my one of my really good friends was like, you should listen to my friend's song. You will like it, and she did, and kind of. They kind of signed me to a publishing deal where I was writing songs for kind of not really for me, but more for other people. Mm. And then, you know, you keep a couple of these songs and then um, then other record deals sort of started coming in. So I came in this weird, weird way where I didn't really gig my way in. I more like kind of wrote my way into the industry. It's weird. Yeah. But that's how it happened. And does that, you reckon, have helped you in your success a little bit being more of a writer so that, you know, being able to kind of write these songs that are obviously being more lyrically based and people yeah. kind of go on. You know, they probably are more of an more emotive songs more than anything else. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah, learning the craft. You know what I mean? And just you know, I spent so much time watching. Um, you know, I just get home from school and um, you know, even when I was starting work, and I just like watch like Noel Gallagher Oasis videos. I just spent so much time. You know, before I even knew I wanted to do it, trying mm. to figure out how to write you know songs and how to do it well. And sometimes it is a bit of a numbers game. You know, you and because I write so much, you kind of I'm I more think of it like if I write you know, 10 songs, you know, I, I usually like one of them. So if I just keep writing, you're going to build um, almost like a catalog or an album of songs you like eventually, you know. So I guess it has helped, yeah. And you, uh, you're you going over to the UK, Canada and... The US. US yeah. in the next couple of months? Yeah, yeah. Well, we just got, I just got, um, just picked up a record deal in the US. So with waves, Island Records, with, isn't it? Yeah, yeah with yeah. Island over yeah. there, which is crazy and... Um, so they're going to start pushing waves, I think, like this week to radio over there. So okay. it's it's exciting, you know, when you have a song that works because most people never even get this opportunity. So it's incredible. But you also kind of go like, it's like a double-edged sword because you want to go, hey, look, these are my other songs. But it's finally cool in Australia. We, I can start, I can put out this new song. But um, but in another way, waves is going to keep going overseas. We'll see. So it's exciting. And a lot of people discovered your song through Netflix, mm -hmm. through the TV show. Is it Riverdale? Riverdale, yeah. Because that's probably like how maybe a lot of Americans would kind of know your music and yeah. know waves is through that song. Because I was just looking through the YouTube comments, and a lot of people have gone, "Did you get here by going through Riverdale?" Yeah, yeah. So everyone's obviously kind of in America more more so has discovered you through through Netflix. Was that a weird thing when you found out your song been used on a TV show? It was so weird because I, you know. I think I don't think you know as an artist when you like when you get this request to come in like it kind of went through publishers and stuff but you know all I heard was oh this show Riverdale in America is going to put your song on and 
I didn't really know that it was going to have this cult following, mm. you know. And then when the episode came on, they played like half the song at this really, pi- this real pivotal, mo- uh, pivotal, mo- pivotal, wait, <laughs> pivotal we'll moment. Yeah. And um, a it's early. It's early. Your, a word you should put in your song, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Stay away from that one. And um, yeah. And I remember when it came on, it just everything blew up. Like the views and the comments, everything went crazy from that one show. So kind of a bit of luck involved and um, good timing and stuff so yeah I'll take it and it's obviously going to help out I think when obviously they start putting it to radio over in the US as well yeah be, yeah, excited man because you know America's it's such a big big place so any opportunity was is I'm, I'm pumped and you do talk about a lot of musicians who say you know America's probably the hardest place to break yeah. through you know what I mean yeah because so, you've got a great reaction in the UK obviously you were over there for a couple of years and writing and stuff like that yeah did that kind of help you break through into the UK was because you'd been there for quite a while? Well, I think um, the UK more influenced songwriting, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think even growing up, all my favourite musicians are like, you know, just were English for, for whatever reason. I think my dad used to just play, you know, like us, Oasis and yep. The Verve and all that stuff. And um, so I think that that more influenced the songwriting, I think. Um, but Cause, yeah. Because yeah. those bands are all very kind of, you know, like emotive, as I was saying before, very emotive and kind of almost dark a little bit too. Totally. Like, you know what I mean? So and that's yeah. obviously reflected in your songwriting as well. Yeah, I think so. I think, you know, you kind of write what you like almost, you know what I mean? And not even, it's not even like a conscious thing. I think you kind of just write songs that you, similar to the ones that you like, you know yep. what I mean? It just comes out that way. Um, and it, yeah, it just so happens to be that England's just been a massive inspiration. Well, so. let's talk about the brand new track, which is out right now. And you've been quite a saying that this is probably your favourite song of the EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's, what, what, what's Lose My Mind about? Well, it's kind of about, you know, the first night when you go to sleep without someone you've like who's been in your life for mm. a long time. I remember I did that and I actually felt like the walls were closing in a little bit and I thought, just it was just for a second. It's like almost like a comical movie moment when you go, oh, that person you've been with, it's gone. That's just over. Um, so that's what I wrote the song about. But it was kind of an experiment for me because I tried to write it kind of from this first person perspective as well, which is kind of a little bit different waves and it was kind of the first song I'd written like that where I'm talking kind of directly and uh, and it worked. So I'm like... I'm like, yeah, trying to just do it again and again now. I'm like, that, that works, so I'll take that. Is that hard when you get a quick idea like that? And as you said, it was just like for a millisecond. Yeah. Do you get out of bed quickly and go, all right, I've got to write this down quickly before <laughs> I forget? Or do those ideas stick with you or do you have to yeah. read it quickly get into paper? I think they stick with you a little bit, but I have this thing on my phone. Like, um, I record so many ideas like in voice memos. And if I, also if I see like a like a line in a book or a movie that I like. I think yep. a lot of songwriters do that. Oh yeah, you Charlie s- Puth actually is doing an album at yeah. the moment called Voice Notes and what he's done is all the songs he recorded all the ideas onto his phone. So every song is like a recorded. Oh, that's so cool. you're not definitely not the only person I think who uses cool. that as an idea. Yeah. I mean, it's the best way. I mean, I always figure um, that if, you know, I'll forget it if I don't get it really quickly. And you know, you can you can read a line in a book and it can just sum up how you feel and so I kind of take those things, put them in write them in my notes and and then just go back to the voice memos and see what's there and um yeah and then just it's usually just like an outline take it in and then you know sometimes you think something's going to be great and you record it and it's not and sometimes you think something's going to be average or like oh it's all right and then it turns out to be great it's, you just you just don't really know and as a writer how are you going with the gigging because as you said you were you really probably you were in a couple of bands as a, as a younger kid, yeah. but you really yeah. didn't do much solo stuff. You were yeah. obviously writing a lot. What was it yeah. like when you did your first shows with Lisa Mitchell and you were going oh. out and touring around? It was a big learning experience, but I'm kind of like, um, I think the best, what is the best motivation is with the fear of failing. So mm-hmm. like I would, um, I spent so much time practicing and rehearsing and, uh, and like, like, un- like just ridiculous amounts of time where I like, 
it's probably just too much you know what i mean because there's a point where you can do it too much and then you like just lose your voice and you can't sing so what are you doing you know you know what i mean but um i learned heaps from those tours and um just kept practicing and rehearsing and now it's become one of my favorite things and i um yeah it's a, i love it man I, I really love it and i just did these headline shows in melbourne mm. my first ones and meeting everyone after the shows it's so cool it's just it blows my mind where it's gone in a year and just it's quick isn't it sometimes really quick yeah, yeah. really quick um probably my last question and this is a story that i've heard and i really like it that you recorded waves in two days yeah and didn't really do any production on it at all what what, what you guys did in the studio is basically just what you delivered out on the, on yeah, the cd that was basically it we we um Recorded in a, yeah basically day and a half and I remember I put my iPhone in front of the speakers because they don't producers don't really send the song they want to work on it a little yeah. bit I remember just getting a train home uh, to London and uh, just listening to it and thinking hey this this is this is pretty good and then we were just going to put that out um, but we decided to get it mixed by this guy who just kind of made the drums yep. sound bigger and stuff but what you hear is pretty much that's just it you know what I mean we just you know sometimes I think you just capture something and I'm I'm uh, I'm kind of I kind of believe in just if it's good, don't don't mess with it too much because you can re-record things and work with big name producers, and sometimes it doesn't uh, doesn't sound as good as what you captured in that moment. Well, and I've spoken to a lot of people like that, and I've said that I think the reason the song works so well is because it's quite simple. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not you haven't overly touched up anything or anything. It's yeah. quite raw, and that's the reason why it's probably come across to a lot of people as you know, and, and probably worked a lot with a lot of people. You know, what I mean, especially probably in Riverdale. You know, this big emotive scene, and then you've got this big raw song that just comes out underneath it. Totally, and simplicity in song in songs, you can kind of get caught up in adding all this stuff and dressing it up too much. And yeah, I think sometimes keeping it kind of raw for me, I'm 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 like you know, the voice has got to be the main thing, and just um, yeah, keeping it simple. I think it's a it's a real. It's, it's hard to do, you know what I mean? It's, yep. And it's hard to write something that's simple. It's easy to write something that's kind of like complicated and weird, you know what I mean? You look at someone like Ed Sheeran, for example, massive musician, but all his songs are quite simple. Yeah. You know, they're written about his life or about something that he's gone through and, you know, all the, most of the songs uh, he can create with a guitar and a loop pedal. You yeah. Know? Yeah, I mean, you, you take lessons from that, I guess, and I think a lot of, you know, classic songwriting is kind of you know you, you know as they say like you can just play it acoustically and if it comes across mm. sometimes it comes across better you know on acoustic which is cool and production can kind of ruin it a little bit you know so it's it's a fine balance but yeah i totally agree paul kelly's probably one of my greatest examples of oh yeah a yeah. simple songwriter guitar you know and can just um you know create a story out, well, creates a story out of making gravy for christmas and being <laughs> totally. in prison. so you know like, yeah. that's just like how amazing you can create like a massive song out of just you know just a simple story so totally totally dude thank you so much for being in the studio today loving the new track the old track you are doing so well and uh you know cannot wait to see what happens in another year we'll uh probably you know see you performing at you know Lollapalooza and over <laughs> in glastonbury and uh you know um obviously yeah here in australia as well so Thanks so much for having me. Really appreciate it. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, dude. It's a good chat, man. Thank you. Yeah, you're a music guy.